Welcome everybody to the 26th episode of the Struggling Scientist podcast. This is a podcast by scientists, for scientists, anybody science adjacent and perhaps even hobbyists. My name is Susanna and I'm here with my co-host Jerome. Hi. Today we uh, are a bit late with our episode, actually a whole week late, because we got Corona. Speak for yourself, you got Corona and then I got Corona. Yes, I infected you with Corona. It was not good. Um, mostly because my voice was just completely gone and I sounded like a frog. And that's hard for podcasting. So we had it's to wait great. a bit until it was fixed. It's great for memes though. Very true, very <laughs> true, very true. So a bit late with our, with our new episode, but uh, still very enthusiastic. Um, and we're going to talk about our experience as a PhD student. And mostly also as a fourth year PhD student. Because... Um, at the end of this uh, this month, my fourth year actually ends, and at the end of last month, your fourth year actually ended, right, Jaron? Yes. So we're gonna talk about our experiences as a PhD student and um, as an hopefully almost unfinished PhD student. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, one hundred percent agree. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that's those are all words in a sentence. Yes. Yes. Okay, let's start. Okay, so uh, I guess we should start at the very beginning, right? Yes, so uh, I was born in Aruba in 1992. <laughs> I think we already covered that part in our um, introduction episodes. <laughs> we got more listeners since then. They need to know about my origin stories, how I started. Well, we started a podcast overnight and scientists by day. Okay, okay, but uh, let's start at the beginning of our PhD <laughs> instead of at our birth. <laughs> Okay, skip for that all the part, intro. For that part, they can go back to episode two. We'll save that for the real fans. <laughs> so, our first year of our PhD. It's already a while ago now. Actually, four years ago. I mean, we technically, you have to go back almost a World War Three, a pandemic. Uh, yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, I know, right? There was a lot. And the curse experiment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a lot happened during these four years. So we aren't finished yet with our PhD. We're definitely still busy, um, still doing experiments for papers and finishing up papers and trying to write our thesis, which is also uh, not good. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But we do think it is time to talk on this podcast about our actual PhD experience and what we think about um, each year in the PhD, I guess. Yeah, all the highlights, all the the reviews of the years. Yeah. Uh, And um, it might also be nice for up-and-coming PhD students to hear a bit about what, in hindsight, we think about the different years of our PhD. So we already knew from the beginning that we were going to be employed for four years. Um, So it wasn't quite a surprise that it's taking four years, I guess. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the first year... What what did you think when you started your PhD? Well, I mean, I was thinking I have four years in front of me. Like, okay, I have, I need to, back, back then it was still the idea of like, okay, three papers. Um, but when I started, I knew there was a project that, you know, had some results already. We have, we have somewhat of a phenotype. We just need to figure out more stuff for a bit. Yeah, you just need to figure it out, right? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> like, this, this naive uh, guy right here. Um, yeah, I just need to figure out some stuff for it. That's one paper and I don't know, 
just need to figure out two more, but it was in the project proposal, so we'll, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yes, because everything that's in a project proposal actually makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, so I had always heard that the first year is mostly to learn new things and uh, that most of the results you get in your first year don't amount to much. And I thought, that, well, it's going to be different for me, right? Yeah, no. In hindsight, not, not a lot. <laughs> I mean, I definitely uh, had a nice time like learning techniques and, and learning new things. And I was definitely very successful in that way. Um, but in hindsight, I was very inexperienced. And it took me a while to get started and to learn things. But I mean, it does sound like you knew in advance, like, okay, well, lots of people say you're not going to be that productive. You knew what the baseline is, sort of the, the, the bare minimum or what everyone tends to say or do. And you were trying to aim above that and it, you didn't, but in the end you didn't, but you still did what everyone else did. It, it's not like you colossally failed and did nothing. No, of everyone. course not. I mean, everybody does something during no. their first year. It is not always useful, but that's what where your first year is for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but of course, you're very busy with things. And some of the things that did are, are nice and, and look still good and we're going to use. But yeah. And some for some of us, our first year were, were the highlights of our PhD. <laughs> <laughs> and from there, it's downhill. Explain, explain, Jaron. <laughs> well, the first year, like I said, uh, we already had some some results. Uh, and the first year was, oh, yeah, we see this as well. Oh, this is also significant. Oh, okay, cool. I still remember a talk where we were thinking, oh, this this paper might get published within the next six months to a year. Yeah, oh. nice. Yeah, and then you actually had to figure out why. Yes. Holy yes. hell. And that that's always turns out to be a bit more difficult than people think. Yep. Yes. Anything else we have about the first year? Mm. I I wish I would have enjoyed the first year a bit more. True, 100% that. But I mean, uh, also interestingly, we kind of met each other in that first year because we went to that uh, uh, retreat. That's where we first met. Yes, actually in the second week of my PhD, Mm -hmm. I went to a a, um, retreat indeed, one-on-one overnight stay and have all the presentations and everything. Very nice. And that's where we met. Yes. Yep. You were very awkward. You were very awkward too. And that's how it all would have <laughs> led. It yes. was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, that happened. that happened. And then we never spoke to each other for like literally months. I didn't even remember your name. You didn't even know my name. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was so sure to like, okay, Suzanne, okay, uh-huh, yeah. Like try to... It was my second week. I was meeting a lot of new people. I didn't know who was important. I remembered you from like... You walking out of a door that first time we actually met. It was like, yes, oh, when yeah. I applied for the same job as you and you got it. Yeah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> so yeah, interesting first year. Interesting first year. But And uh, then uh, in our second year, yeah, we ended up in a party committee together. Yes, we actually had to work together. Yes, and that's when I uh, did remember your name finally. Yes. <laughs> no, I learned it some, some, uh, sometime during the, the first year again. Yes. It was actually when we started the, the, when we had to plan an event as the party committee that we started talking. and uh, yeah. Yes. And then all of a sudden we were very busy planning this event because we were doing um, 
scavenger hunt. Yes, we were doing. Yes, we we were spending a lot of time together because we were doing a scavenger hunt, and we of course had to prepare that very very well. Yes. Totally unsuspicious, mm-hmm. but somehow our colleagues didn't find out yet. Well, that one person knew. One person knew. Yes. yes, I still liked it when you uh, mentioned it to your colleagues. They're like, "Oh, what? Why are you bringing? Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yes. So um, that yeah. was a very fun moment because we had a party uh, where uh, another PhD year was uh, graduating, getting our PhD diploma, and then there's always a party afterwards. And then I brought Trayron, and then we were just together. He was my date, and then everybody found out that we were dating already for a while during that party. And our PIs, well, my PI was there and it was so funny. He was just walking around the room, looking at us every time again. And Why he walked up yeah. to us and he was like, did I miss something? Did something happen here? And he, it was super funny. He started talking to everybody if they had already knew about it. Everybody was pretending like they already knew about it. Uh, and he was the only one who didn't uh, who didn't know, <laughs> which was super funny. But of course, nobody knew. So. And of course, I heard uh, the next day that he went to my PI. It's like, <laughs> did you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then he pretended for the other PIs like he already knew about it for a long, long time. Only he found out at the party the night before. <laughs> it yeah. was hilarious. Yes. yes. We have fun PIs. Thank <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that happened alongside our PhD. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a second year story. I mean, one of the most important things that happened in my second year. I'll yeah. tell you that, more. I am very important. So for the rest, uh, I started to worry a lot during my second year. Mm. I uh, I ended up in this phase where I thought I uh, should have already more had have more data and should have already have a paper maybe even in the second year, which was ridiculous, to be honest. But there are people who are publishing papers in the second year, and I wasn't one of that. What, what was I doing? Why was I failing so hard? So yeah, I was I was worried in the second year. I shouldn't have been. I was going in pretty okay into the second year, like, you know, thinking, well, you know, we, we should be finishing up this paper anytime soon. Oh. <laughs> we have like a lot of results. They're, all, they're, they're pretty good results. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just for the, the, the people listening that don't know, you're still busy with this paper. Yes. 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 Finishing <laughs> it up now, but holy hell, though, this paper. Yeah. <laughs> the, the science life. Huh? Yes. We are very excited to be able to introduce you to our new sponsor, Jenny AI. Not only does Jenny make our podcast possible, it also makes our life as scientists so much easier. Jenny is an all-in-one writing assistant that has everything that we have been missing in other AI tools. Yes, first off, unlike other AI tools, it actually finds accurate information in papers and cites its sources. It does not make things up and only uses real verified information that you can then also check the source of. Second, it's a writing assistant trained for academic papers and helps you write your paper by suggesting the next sentence or the end of your sentence. Or, if you get really stuck, you can ask it to write an entire paragraph, completely removing the writer's block I so often struggle with when I don't know the right words to make my point. It helped me write an introduction to a paper I've been struggling with in half an hour. It even suggests which papers to cite. You can add your own library or search the entire internet for papers. Just type the add symbol to easily add a reference and it gets automatically added to the reference list. And the last thing we absolutely love is that it has an AI chatbot that can see your document and give feedback on how to improve your manuscript. Or you can ask it questions, such as what are the potential therapeutic benefits of dot dot dot, and it will search through the papers for you for the answer. I can only say that my stress level has gone down significantly since I started using Jenny. 
Check out the free version now at thestrugglingscientist.com slash Jenny. And if you love it, use the code SCIENCE20 for a 20% discount. So yeah, I, I wish I'd, I hadn't worried as much in the second year. I, I worried that I didn't have it all figured out, that I didn't have my three papers that I needed back then still uh, lined up and like like had a clear idea about what it was and what what it was going to be like. Because you really don't need to have that yet. Mm. It It will come. I mean, of course, it is a good idea to think about it, but don't worry about it, I would say. Yeah. Uh, now, in the second year, I also discovered uh, what was going to be the basis for my my favorite project so far, something that I really discovered myself. So that was a lot of fun. I didn't know it back then yet, but that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, second year. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to think what else happened in second year. Well, uh, I, I guess in my case, I also had like that, uh, I think it was in the second year, the, the interim analysis uh, of uh, how your PhD is going so far, I guess. At the end, then, probably. Yeah, more more near the end, almost going on to third year already. But yeah, I mean, again, while the second year in terms of like experimentally was not the best for me, um, at least then I was still like, well, we still have some good stuff. I mean, we have some stuff lined up and yeah, yeah. And Again, with like the interim analysis, it's you get a separate uh, PI to come in and look at your project and see how it's going. And in my case, it sounded like they were they were like, yeah, it's going well. Um, and that gave me a little bit of confidence as well. But, you know, poor fear now, like, yeah, <laughs> God, <laughs> make it end. Oh, oh, oh. So uh, another big thing happened at the end of the second year, at the beginning of the third year. Do you know what it is? It starts with a C. Uh, corona. Oh yeah, Corona. And we went in lockdown for yep. a couple of months. So yeah, we went into lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we, we spent two months at home or something. Yes. Oh, that does remind me of one thing though. Well, it's not really super. It was the last time we got last, the first and last time we got to do the the ugly sweater party. Yes, yes. At the end of the the second year, we had the ugly sweater Christmas party where we invited our entire lab basically over um, and asked them all to wear an ugly Christmas sweater, and then <laughs> we chose the best one. Yes. It was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun party. Yes, that was one of the last in person parties that were done. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that was also the year that we got Buddha, I guess. Yes, that's also the year we got our dog. Yeah. Very true. It, it's a lot of stuff that is not really super PhD related, but it'll happen alongside the PhD at that time. Very important to us, maybe less important to our listeners. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, if if they follow us on social media, they've definitely seen Buddha at this point. This is true. I don't know if they know that we also got a puppy, but um, we should talk about that later. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. So yeah, Corona lockdown. Uh, only lasted two months that we were in full lockdown and then afterwards we were allowed to work a little bit in the lab again to make sure that we were not a lot of people at the same time but like one person, two person was allowed. And then I started going back to work fully again because uh, I was wrote into this paper of another PhD student who was finished already but still had his data for another paper and some more experiments needed to be done and then I would finish the paper write it up uh, in a final version and um, be second first author. So that was absolutely amazing. And I think that also took away a lot of the worries of the second year 
because uh, this was an already almost finalized project that just needed some experiments to make it better. That uh, some of them I already had, some of them I still needed to do. Uh, but yeah, that that still took me, I think, more than six months, maybe eight mm-hmm. months in total working on that. Yeah. But uh, then then I had a paper, so that took away some of the worries. Uh, and in the end, they also changed the the guidelines for us from three papers to two papers now. So that's uh, that really helps. And for you, what was the beginning of the third year like? Uh, indeed, the Corona lockdown. Uh, still needed to do some experiments. Um, honestly, I it, it was sort of kind of a blur for me. It was I, I vaguely remember a lot of doing this uh, sort of similar same experiments the entire time. Everything was just failing, uh, and sort of outside the PhD, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna start running, uh, wanting to do the marathon, I guess. Uh, Hey, I also think that the third year was the year of the grind. The yeah. cursed experiment happened. I was redoing exper- experiments again and again and again and again without getting any different results. That that really signifies the third year for me. Yeah, I think for me as well, like it was just that vague blur of like, it's one, it's one or two experiments that I'm doing the entire time and none of them are working. And there was also nothing outside of, of like our, our work because... We were in this bubble together. We were all getting annoyed with the, with mm-hmm. each other, like our colleagues, because we were seeing each other so much that and nobody else outside of that. And we couldn't do anything fun in the weekend. And if we had any sort of social interaction, it was with each other. And yep. oh my god! But 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 that is the time that uh, we mastered the art of podcasting. Yes, well, we started a bit after a Corona lockdown. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs> like, we should have started in the lockdown. Yeah. We would have actually had some time to do this. But no, no, we started when we were going back to work full time again. Yeah. Which was interesting. <laughs> we needed that time to figure out all the details. Yes, well. And you, of course, started another podcast first uh, about investing. Ah, uh, yes. And then later we started this one. I mean, it's it's honestly like if I look back at the really we were in the clear lockdown, we couldn't go back to work or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you think about the fact that we figured out how to start a podcast, got into investing, uh, did I, I ran a half marathon during that? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I look back at it, I was like, man, good stuff happened. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I I didn't mind it as much. I, I got some stuff done. It's just none of it was PhD related. <laughs> Well, we did some PhD work during the lockdown. We were still true, working. true. Of course, I mean, you, it were, just, you were analyzing your data mm, uh, in bioinformatics. I was failing experiments left and right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It just in my case, it, none of it really led that much to a, a, a beneficial result in the end. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember the third year as the year of the grind and the year of the paper that's almost finished, like every week. Every week, the paper was almost finished and then something else needed to happen and the paper is still not finished. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Mostly at the end of the third year. The the, the high-fat diet paper got published on uh, our side, I guess. Uh, Ah, yes, of course. Yes, second author on that. So that was uh, very nice. Mm -hmm. I don't remember if we saw 
Yeah, we had to have celebrated that in the third year. Never mind. Yeah, I'm sort of time is an illusion. Yeah, but I'm also point. not sure that you guys could do a very big celebration. I think it was just like a couple of people, and that was it. Yeah, it was outside. I was like invited. Snack. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 not. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, I barely even had like. Again, I wasn't really invited. It was just like, here's the thing. I was doing an experiment that lasted hours, and I basically got out for like ten minutes and. You know, it was that kind of experiment where it's just like, okay, I'm here. Yeah, 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 okay, bye. <laughs> so, you know, it, great wasn't, planning, yes, great planning. it wasn't planned optimally for me either. So, no. So, yeah. And then the fourth year started. And, and on the one hand, the third year taught me to not worry as much anymore because I already had a paper, things would work out. I could definitely get another paper. There was not going to be a problem. There's still not going to be a problem. At the same time, when your fourth year starts, there's this sort of extra layer of pressure that you actually are getting closer to your end date. Mm. And that with every month that goes by, it comes it comes closer and closer and closer and closer. So there was definitely this added pressure. But luckily, I had sort of worked out how to deal with that. Okay. <laughs> sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Kind of-ish. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, sort of the, the the whole third, fourth year mix, uh, I got some mental health, I guess. So I guess I sort of figured out how to work with it too. Um, yeah. 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 It's hard, the pressure. Mm-hmm. And then there's, of course, all these expectations from like different people around you and your PIs that also start really needing papers from you. And yeah, it can be hard. But... Mm-hmm. I also did some cool stuff, I think. I uh, started some collaborations with other labs and went to a congress, actually. Mm-hmm. Finally, again, after Corona, which was really, really nice, which is where I met the people that I <laughs> did the collaboration with later. So, yeah. Nice. My fourth year was okay. I uh, do keep struggling with the fact that I'm nowhere near done, uh, though. Yeah, join the club, you know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, I think everyone is feeling like that. Yeah. And I mean, it also, ju- it's sort of like, even if you are meeting the requirements, I don't know, probably you have additional pressure put, placed on yourself, either by yourself or someone else, of, mm. you know, doing better, right? So yeah. regardless of how you're doing, you'll always f- sort of feel like it's not enough. Yeah. And that's sort of the main problem. Well, one of the main problems, I guess, with like doing a PhD sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and also, uh, I think a lot of the pressure for me was taken away by the fact that I knew that there was probably going to be an extension, and in the end there was. Mm. So at least six more months I still have, yeah. maybe even longer if it's needed. We'll see. I really want to finish the projects that I am working on, and uh, my PI agrees with that. So really lucky. Mm. Um, now, fun story. So Jaron's contract was supposed to end at the 1st of March. Um, and sort of two weeks before the end date, I guess, we we didn't expect like an extension for you anymore, right? It was it was most likely, well, it was just not going to happen in our yeah, eyes. Yeah, I, that was sort of the impression I was getting. So. Yeah. so we had been wanting to get a second dog for, for a, a long, long, long time. We had been waiting for at least eight months, I think. 
because we were sort of waiting for a moment where it would align with our schedules because PhDers are busy, we can work partly at home, thank God, but a puppy cannot be alone, so that's just not going to work. But then, Jan's contract was ending, he was going to be at home writing the dream. (laughs) And then... Uh, we decided that we were going to get the puppy. And then quite fast, actually, we found a perfect puppy uh, for us. And we were going to take him home one week before Jaren's end date. But that was going to be fine because then one week we would juggle juggle our schedules a bit and it was going to be fine, right? So we had decided and like made an appointment to pick up the puppy. Then one half week before this end date, so a half week before we get the puppy, Jaren gets an extension of four months. (laughs) Yeah. Which was great, <laughs> but um, yeah, that uh, yeah, it was a little awkward with everything else we had planned. Pi Pi is out there. Yeah. Can you please not give extensions one and a half week before the end date? Just just like let us know a bit sooner. Yeah, like for for our mental health and our scheduling purposes and our planning and our lives, it would be nice mm-hmm. <laughs> to know a little bit sooner. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the end, we worked it out. We are juggling our schedules now mm-hmm. for just a bit longer, like four months. We like to juggle. We like to juggle. Yeah. In any case, Poppy is here. Poppy's here. He and is he, uh, loud. You, you might be able to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> he takes this time to uh, make himself known, indeed. Natural born podcaster. Indeed, indeed. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of where, where I'm at, I am finishing up one paper, I am uh, uh, pipetting another paper, I have this collaboration going on, and then there's still another paper that needs to be, be done. So yeah, there's that. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> and you, Jaron? Uh, finishing up one paper, it's in the rebuttal phase now, so I need to just finish up some ex- one experiment. Hopefully that goes well for it, uh, and maybe it'll get accepted. And that's done. Um, and I need to finish writing up one more paper. So you also have two more papers in the pipeline, see? Yes. And for the rest, one project that I'm working on. Um, that you're also still, also still pipetting. So how am I a show off, yeah? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back to our original subject, what it's like to be a fourth-year PhD student. It is partly stressful, uh, but also fun. And I also think that I've, I, I actually know what I'm doing now almost. It sort of starts to all make sense in a way. Okay. <laughs> Bold claims here. <laughs> so people can come to you with all their questions then. Well, they do a lot, yeah. yeah okay. No, I actually know what I'm doing in the lab and experimental-wise. I now have enough experiments to do that. I mean, the science, that's another story, right? Because you never, you can have a million years experiments and still fuck up your science. So, yeah. Yeah. I guess in my case, uh, I still don't feel like that. <laughs> uh, the the ever the eternal imposter is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I honestly think for me, I'm glad that we have this podcast. I'm glad I did a marathon. I'm glad I looked up some mental health, uh, yeah, help. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't know if I would have been able to finish the PhD without all of those other things also happening. I think yeah. if I were all singularly focused on the PhD with like two years of failed experiments and setbacks and stuff like that, I think I would have just like quit. Yeah. The, it starts wearing on you at a certain point. Mm-hmm. 
I, at a certain point, it's just like, yeah, I'll prefer, I prefer running a marathon to like, you know, boost my confidence a little. Yeah. Well, that's definitely an important tip, I think, also for other PhD students out there. <laughs> go run marathons. Ignore <laughs> ignore that one episode, but uh, go and go run marathons. No, no. To, to also find, to not find yourself worth in your PhD, mm. but to, on the, well, like, like Mandy said in our in our one of our uh, recent episode of um, where we talked with PhD mm. advisors, you are not your PhD. Uh, your PhD is just a job. I don't. I'm not sure how she said it again. You're paraphrasing. <laughs> no, but I mean, I in sort of dealing with my mental health as well a little bit. I I also looked up quite a lot of books to sort of help me understand, like you know, that kind of stuff, and. I one book that really for me helped me as well was the the status game where they often talk about like if you only focus on one thing and define your entire status and like how well you're doing how well you're feeling and by that then if that's not doing well then you're gonna feel pretty shitty Mm -hmm. but if you have different things and all of them are not as important as each other but you know if one thing fails then you have four other things to fall back on then yeah, you know, you can balance out your mood a little bit more. You're not going to be singularly dependent on something. And that, that for me really helped because it's like, while the PhD wasn't going great, I still had running where I was feeling confident in. I still had the, the, the therapy sessions. I was like, yeah, I am making progress on this. So yeah. And I mean, once you feel confident in one thing, you can sort of bring it, maybe bring it back to the other thing a little bit. Yeah. Nice. So no. That. Yes. Well, I think um, that's sort of it for us, right? I mean, we cannot talk about the, the ending yet because our PhDs aren't finished yet. Oh, I, I already know cum laude. We're going <laughs> to slam dunk this. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I will be so glad when I'm finally finished with writing thesis. I, I, I haven't even mm. fully started on it yet, but it's already like haunting my nightmares. Yeah. I mean, it's, I also find that super weird, right? Like, why are we so, I don't know about you, but I'm sort of always just afraid of like really making that first push sometimes to get started. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's like this sort of perfectionism, like, oh, but it's not going to be good enough or whatever. But realistically, if I ask myself like, hey, I'm never going to become cum laude. I'm not, no one's ever going to care that much. I'm not aiming for anything. I just want to be done. I just want to finish the PhD well enough. Mm-hmm. so why am i sort of stressing out about like how good the quality is if yeah if i put something on paper and start working on it i think eventually the quality will get there yeah, so, yeah it's just getting started and like uh, for me it also really helps if i cut it up into this small biteable pieces that mm-hmm. i can stripe off off of my to-do list yeah yeah that helps so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this a bit more uh, talkative uh, episode where we just reminisce about our PhD experiment experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you thought uh, or if you have any questions or comments or ideas. Uh, please let us know either via our website, thestrugglingscientist.com or via our email address, thestrugglingscientist.hotmail.com. You can also reach us on social media. Uh, which ones are those again, Jerome? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, also uh, Pinterest now. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope you enjoyed and see you all next time. Bye. Bye.